Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Thanks for joining us. And for those of you watching us on YouTube and Facebook, glad you could join us today. A Filipino nurse makes history as Britain began its mass vaccination program against COVID-19, the first Western country to do so. Meanwhile, in the U.S., President-elect Joe Biden aiming for 100 million COVID-19 vaccinations in his first 100 days in office. The details from our North America Bureau Chief, T.J. Manotok. A historic moment for mankind as the world continues to battle the coronavirus pandemic that has now taken the lives of more than 1.55 million people. The very first dose of a non-clinical trial COVID-19 vaccine from Pfizer has been administered in the UK. Vaccinated patient number one is 90-year-old Margaret Keenan and the nurse tasked to give the historic shot, Filipina May Parsons, who has served as a frontliner in the UK for the last 24 years. If anyone has the vaccine, they won't get it, they won't pass it on, they will protect their family, they'll protect their community. And for me, that is really important. So it's important that we're making this as, a, as popular as it can be, really, for everyone to take. Even the UK ambassador to the Philippines, Daniel Pruz, hailed the historic moment as he took to Twitter and thanked Filipino frontliners in the UK and all over the world. The US FDA is expected to decide on whether to authorize Pfizer's vaccine on Thursday. But it said data from the pharmaceutical giant's coronavirus vaccine trials was consistent with recommendations put forth by the agency for an emergency use authorization. The FDA said the vaccine was highly effective and did not raise any specific safety concerns. Meanwhile, a new media report has come out saying the Trump administration passed up a chance to buy 100 million doses of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine last summer. A decision that could push back delivery of a second batch of doses until Pfizer fulfills other international contracts. Dr. Monsef Slawi, who is leading the government's vaccine effort, told ABC's Good Morning America on Tuesday at the time they didn't know which vaccine would work. Trump is set to sign an executive order on Tuesday to prioritize Americans for coronavirus vaccines procured by the federal government. Meanwhile, President-elect Joe Biden on Tuesday formally introduced his health team in a press event in Delaware. Javier Becerra is tasked to lead the Health and Human Services Department. Jeff Zients is the White House Coordinator for Coronavirus Response. Dr. Vivette Murthy as Surgeon General. Dr. Marcela Nunez-Smith as head of a task force aimed at reducing disparities in response, care, and treatment. Dr. Rochelle Walensky as the Director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And Dr. Anthony Fauci as Chief Medical Advisor in COVID-19. Fauci will maintain his role as Director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. This team, this team will help get at the latest at the last 100 million COVID-19 vaccine, at least 100 million COVID vaccine shots into the arms of the American people in the first 100 days. 100 million shots in the first 100 days. Biden also detailed his plans for his first 100 days, impose a nationwide use of masks, ensure efficient deliveries of vaccines, and keep schools open and safe. These developments come as the U.S. reports more than 192,000 new cases of COVID-19, with a total number of infections breaching the 15 million mark, and total fatalities surpassing 285,000, according to Johns Hopkins University. T.J. Manotok, ABS-CBN News. 
The deadlock in the U.S. Senate continues over the next COVID-19 relief package. U.S. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says Congress should pass a new aid package without either the business liability protections Republicans want or the aid to state and local governments that is a Democratic priority. He says lawmakers should just pass anything they agree on, knowing fully well that the incoming Biden administration will push for a more comprehensive deal. Let me say again, leaving here without a COVID relief package cannot happen. We have to get that done. I think both sides fully understand that. McConnell's proposal quickly rejected by U.S. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, who called it an attempt to sabotage bipartisan talks on the new relief package. Every governor and mayor across the country is, has been fighting to keep these people working. And McConnell is pulling the rug out from under them. Leader McConnell has refused to be part of the negotiations. Leader McConnell has refused to be part of the bipartisan negotiations. And now he's sabotaging good faith bipartisan negotiations because his partisan ideological effort is not getting a good reception. U.S. lawmakers are under mounting pressure to deliver fresh aid to families and businesses reeling from a pandemic that has killed over 280,000 Americans and thrown millions out of work. They enacted a $3 trillion COVID-19 aid earlier this year, but have been unable to agree on fresh relief since April. Here at home, the country's COVID-19 vaccine chief, Carlito Galvez Jr., says China's Sinovac will likely be the first vaccine available to Filipinos. Galvez says they're also in advanced talks with other Western vaccine manufacturers like Pfizer and Moderna. Ang uh, most probably the first quarter, two vaccines ang natin, either Gamalaya or yung uh, Sinovac. But mm -hmm. nakikita natin yung Sinovac. There are some, uh, more confidence because uh, Brazil and also Indonesia got uh, some, some of those nakita natin na nag-deliver na ang, uh, ang uh, China ng uh, certain millions. If we will be able to have uh, some sort of the, the consummation of the contract when we already successfully signed the contract, uh, they, can, they, can, they can provide it uh, after 60 days or uh, 90 days, meaning uh, two to three months. Mm. If we will have a signing uh, this, uh, this month, Wow. Most likely, we can have it March. A Philippine senator urging government to improve its strategy on building public confidence on COVID-19 vaccines. That's after Food and Drug Administration Chief Eric Domingo, citing an SWS survey last month, said around 30 percent of Filipinos are hesitant to have themselves inoculated. Senator Risa Ontiveros urged local government units and the health department to work together to prevent the spread of misinformation on the vaccines. She likewise called on government to broadcast vaccine education programs suited to different regions next year. Quezon City forms its own task force to ensure the speedy and orderly acquisition and distribution of the COVID-19 vaccines. The task force is currently focusing on logistical preparedness and on data gathering as the city plans to prioritize its health care workers, senior citizens and indigent families. 
For now, they are waiting for the Food and Drug Administration to allow the local governments to directly procure the vaccines from the pharmaceutical companies. Majority or if not all of the pharmaceutical companies prefer that national governments uh, would be the ones to be dealing with them. Uh, I guess the reason why they are uh, they would like it to be centralized is for equitable distribution of vaccines for all countries and all cities. Once uh, they see that uh, local governments can can procure directly to the vaccine uh, companies, then Quezon City is ready, ready to purchase. But at the Quezon City plans to allot 1 billion pesos to purchase not just the vaccines, but also other medical tools such as syringes and gloves. Labaga City to implement a stringent border control by the end of this week to curb the spread of make that the spread of COVID-19. Mayor Benjamin Magalang revealed he also called on mayors of nearby towns to tighten their own border control systems. In the past two weeks, the city of Pine saw a 13.5 percent increase in its positivity rate, higher than the benchmark set by the World Health Organization. Non-essential travel will be prohibited for two weeks. Magalong believes the surge in COVID-19 infections are due to Baguio residents and those from nearby areas and not because of tourists. Kasi isang community kami, kaya ang tao namin, boomet in and out, in and out, walang triage yan, walang uh, border control. Opo. Nakita namin na tumaas. Binabantayan ho namin yun eh, may Google application po kami oh, sa mobile. Oh. Kasi meron pong direct correlation ang mobility, ang galaw ng tao sa taas ng kaso. Ito po, uh, itong, uh, ito pong Thursday, baka Friday po, ekspano namin uli, mag-implement po kami ng border control for the next four, 14 days. Para talaga ibaba namin. Ang baho namin hanggang saan namin kayang ibaba dahil sigurado po itong December papalo po ito. The Philippine Tourism Department condemns a mass gathering at a resort in San Juan, Batangas. A video from a concerned individual shows a large crowd partying on the beach without observing proper health protocols. The beachgoers were seen without face masks and face shields. The local government has revoked the business permit of the resort, which was also suspended last September due to another violation. The Tourism Department warns of possible criminal charges against all establishments proven to have violated public health safety guidelines. Well, the commander of the Philippines' Joint Task Force COVID Shield admits rattan sticks can be used to hit quarantine violators and criminals that resist arrest. The move has drawn criticisms from human rights advocates, but Lieutenant General Cesar Binag asserts the police do not immediately resort to violence when enforcing the law. Simula nung uh, COVID, no? yung warning, issue ng ticket, arresto, umabot na to ng 598,000. At ang pinakamarami dito, 42% dito, yung pag-issue ng ticket. Dito yung makita yung tolerance ng police. Kaya lang, doon sa mga na-aresto, meron dyan mga 2,612 yung direct assault ang tinail namin. Kasi talagang inataki na yung ano, agent. Ang tinuro naman sa amin sa training, paggamit ng yatok, ang papaluin mo, yung kamay, yung pawag, yung mga vital points. Papaluin mo lang siya para ma-overcome mo yung resistance niya. 
In the NBA, three members of the Toronto Raptors test positive for COVID-19. The 2019 champs did not identify the individuals, but team officials said all three were self-isolating. The Raptors arrived in Tampa, Florida last week for training camp. They will start the 2020-21 season playing home games in the U.S. city due to travel restrictions in Canada caused by the pandemic. Their first game is scheduled on December 23. Well, for parents looking for Christmas gift ideas, why not give your children toys inspired by the COVID-19 pandemic? This report gives us a look at some of the newest toys, including COVID-19 tests for dolls and virus lab kits. This belly doll is being tested for the coronavirus. Not for real, but as part of one of the hot-selling toys this Christmas from Spanish toy maker giant Formosa. Unfortunately for this particular belly, being screened by Formosa chief executive Marie-Yves Rougeau, the diagnosis is not a good one. The cure in this case is being tickled. When the pandemic started, we noticed that the kids who always have a tendency to imitate what the adults do started to want to put masks on their on their dolls and we decided to actually produce a doll with a mask a Nancy mask and um, it was really good because Nancy is a reference for the kids and for them for the kids it's, it's an example it's very important that she be wearing a mask to show the example to the kid and also it, it makes it just normal to wear a mask the response from parents shopping for presents at this Madrid toy store was positive Great. It's something that reflects the times we are living in. If it is necessary for us, it also makes children aware about the mask when putting it on their dolls. I think it fits in with reality. So children get used to what is in society. The dolls have to represent society. Over the border in Portugal, Science for You is appealing to older children with a distinctly 2020 twist on standard home science kits. Boss Miguel Pina Martins says his antivirus lab is just that, while also being educational and practical. In record time, we managed to create a toy that in a way allows children to learn about the virus, how to defend themselves against the virus, how to do things that allow them to protect from and attack the virus, and they can have fun while doing it. More than 8,000 have been sold since July, but it's not every potential customer's idea of a fun Christmas, after a turbulent year dealing with the real coronavirus. Honestly, I think there's a lot of information about the pandemic for children. Kids know about the virus, they know they have to be afraid, they know they have to wash their hands and protect themselves. But a game about it is a bit too much. Maybe a bit later, but not now. And that'll do it for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Play back this newscast too on ANC's YouTube channel and on 24-7. Make that ANC 24-7 on Facebook. Keep safe, everyone. Keep it here on ANC.